Back at the baseball grounds of Jacksonville, a long Thursday evening here, but the Jumbo Shrimp and the Braves played a doubleheader. Mississippi took the first game 4-3 to and also won 1-0 in Game 2. And right now, standing by with our player of the game down in Mississippi's dugout is Marco Lanave. Well, Roger, pitching was the storyline tonight, and for the Mississippi Braves, Justin Kelly got the win, finished off this victory for Mississippi. Uh, Justin, uh, that uh, last couple outs that uh, you got, what uh, was the feeling out there on the mound? I uh, just try to bear down, especially first guy getting on, and guy like Harrison up there, just don't want to miss over the plate, and you know, just make good pitches, and if you don't, you have a base open. So just try to execute my pitch, and uh, luckily it was enough to get him to swing at a couple of fastballs, and um, just, just try to execute my pitches, you know, attack the zone and hope for the best because, you know, trying to make a playoff run and trying to do what we can to keep playing. So it was just, just big for our team to, to get a victory tonight and keep moving forward. And you had a big role in this doubleheader sweep for Mississippi, but you're spending most of the day waiting to, to ultimately pitch. How did you stay ready and, and focused on what was happening today? Uh, the guys just stay loose in the bullpen, you know, just – at a moment's notice, you can be ready to pitch anytime. So we're just all staying loose, trying to, you know, be alert to the game. And then once they get the call down, just everyone's getting ready, and you know, just try to zone in as fast as you can, and you know, just just do your job and try to help the team as much as you can, because you just never know when your name's going to be called. You came in in a big spot in the uh, fifth inning. Uh, what was kind of the the approach, and what were you instructed by your manager when you came in in that spot? Uh, you know, just. Guys are pretty aggressive on fastballs in, so we're just trying to execute good change-ups and get them to roll into weak contact. Or if you can, get a strikeout. Punchies are always nice, especially with runners on. So try to make good pitches, and if they can't hit your pitch, you know, just try to not give them a cookie. And in that situation, two big curveballs to uh, the lefty, and it, it really helped us go forward because we got the momentum going from there on out. And you, got, you came back to the dugout then for a couple innings, those late innings when your team still didn't have a hit on the board. What was kind of the feeling on this side uh, as you guys were, were trying to fight in the late innings? Ah, just one hit away. One hit away. You never know what can happen. You know, baseball's a funny game where one hit goes and we all start rolling as a team. And we got Patchy with a big hit and big run score. And then after that, just, just things started falling for our place. And this team just never gives up. So we're just happy to keep going and, you know, as long as there's one out left to go, we still have a chance, and that's our, that's our motto. Well, Justin, uh, thanks again uh, for joining us. Uh, good work tonight, and best of luck to you guys the rest of the way. Awesome. Thank you. Appreciate it. Back upstairs to you, Roger. All right, thank you to Justin Kelly as he ended up being tonight's winning pitcher for the Braves in this second game of the doubleheader. Well, if you missed it earlier, we did go through the highlights of game one of the doubleheader, a game that was picked up by the Braves by 4-3 final score. Also had his late inning dramatics as well. All the highlights are available from that ball game and our recap on our SoundCloud page, soundcloud.com slash Jack Shrimp. Also the Jumbo Shrimp podcast on iTunes. But we were able to get underway, no problems, at 8.40 two to begin game two of the doubleheader and as Marco mentioned when he just let off the interview with Justin pitching was really the key factor in game two of this doubleheader Jordan Yamamoto just placed on Jacksonville's roster prior to the game from the Gulf Coast League Marlins he got the game going in fine style for Jacksonville as his first Three innings were in scoreless fashion, facing just one over the minimum. He did hit Ray Patrick Ditter with a pitch in the third inning, but after that, he would not allow another base runner tonight. He had some great help from his defense to keep collecting all these outs. With two outs in the fourth inning, turned out to be the right fielder, Anthony Seymour, that was in the perfect place at the perfect time. First pitch from Yamamoto. Swinging a line drive, right center field on the run. Diving and making the catch, Anthony Seymour. 
Took away a hit from Marlette Yamamoto. Points in the direction of Seymour to give him a salute. And Marlette spikes his batting helmet in the dirt along the first base line in frustration. A great play by Anthony Seymour to end a scoreless top of the fourth inning and still Mississippi without a hit. Yamamoto doing great work at that point. The jumbo shrimp at the plate kept getting men on base but had a tough time bringing them in as Elian Leva, while Yamamoto was working quick one, two, three innings, getting outs very early in the count. Leva was really laboring for every single out that he recorded tonight as he would end up having three walks and the shrimp had four hits against him but he also kept finding ways to get some outs throughout this ball game. Jumbo Shrimp kept getting outs on the mound by Yamamoto his first five innings no hit fashion and he also kept it rolling into the sixth inning as he put together one of the most impressive starts we've seen by a Jumbo Shrimp pitcher all season long and he was one strike away from a big final out in the sixth facing a great Braves prospect in Christian Pache. Yamamoto kicks delivers check swing he got him strike three swinging A ninth strikeout for Jordan Yamamoto, who has thrown six no-hit innings at the baseball grounds of Jacksonville against the Mississippi Braves. Marco Lanave on the call as that was a pivotal out to get him through six no-hit innings at that point on the mound for Jacksonville. And the shrimp could not score in the bottom of the sixth, so he went to the seventh knowing that Yamamoto was still working on a double header, but wouldn't have a chance to, or a no-hitter rather, but wouldn't have a chance to finish off a no-hitter on the mound since the shrimp offense would have to come to the plate in the bottom of the seventh anyway with the game being scoreless. So the jumbo shrimp after Yamamoto had gotten that strikeout, had thrown 63 pitches in this start, Jacksonville made change brought Tommy Eveld on to pitch in the seventh inning he got the first out in the seventh but Travis DeMerritt would triple into the right center field gap to get the first hit of the game for Mississippi so he was at third even stayed there when Tyler Marlette popped out to left field for the second outs then it was Luis Valenzuela who came to the plate and this is how the Braves would score the only run in game two tonight two gone the three two Swing and a slow bouncing ball to the first baseman. Charging into field at Silviano. He will try to give to the first base to the pitcher, Evel, but he could not get to first in time. Demerit scores, and the Braves take a 1 0 lead in the top of the seventh inning. So 1 0 as the umpires, after the Jumbo Shrimp had argued that Silviano had won the foot race to the bag right in front of Valenzuela, the umpires would or talk things over and still ruled safe. So. An error was charged to Tommy Evel. The run crossed the plate, and the Braves had a 1-0 lead. That stayed that way going into the bottom of the seventh when the leadoff batter, Joe Dunan, would reach safely on a throwing error by the pitcher, Kelly. But Zach Bunt moved him to second. Monte Harrison struck out, and Jacksonville's last chance of the plate, Bryson Brigman. The 0-2. Curveball, swing, and a miss, strike three, and this ball game is over. Mississippi, after not recording a hit in the first six innings, the Braves grab their first run in controversial fashion top of the seventh, and they hang on to win this ballgame one to nothing. one nothing. our final score here at the baseball grounds in a wild game to the doubleheader. Just a long day at the ballpark as the Braves pick up a one nothing win in game two. They won the first game in one run fashion as well, 4-3. to three. In game two tonight, Mississippi had a run on one hit, three errors in the ballgame. The Braves also left three men on base in this game and Mississippi the plate 0-5 batting with runners in scoring position. 
For the Jumbo Shrimp, no runs, four hits, one error. The key stats are here. Jacksonville as a team in seven innings left nine men on base. Also, the Shrimp were 0 for 11, batting with runners in scoring position. They had men on base in all but one inning in this second game tonight as the Braves win one nothing. Time of the ball game, two hours, six minutes. It was played in front of today's total doubleheader crowd of 4,760 fans here at the baseball grounds of Jacksonville. So the Braves sweep this first doubleheader that we'll have. We still have four games left to go in this series. It will be played over a stretch of three days. Tomorrow will be a regular nine-inning ball game that will start at 7.05 p.m. with Nick Neidertz facing left-hander Kyle Miller on the mound for Mississippi. Then we'll have another doubleheader on Saturday at 5.35 p.m. Make sure you arrive early when the gates open for your chance at a Hank Aaron bobblehead on Saturday. There'll be another doubleheader, and then we will have no baseball on Sunday, and then Monday, closing out the season with a 2.05 start time between Anderson Franco and Cody Poteet. To get tickets, all you have to do is go online to jackshrimp.com, or you can call the box office at 358-2846, and we would love to see you here. Big thank you to our friends at Black Sheep and Black Sheep at Intuition for providing today's front office and press box meal. We have to say a big thank you as well to the Mississippi Braves for their help in getting prepared for this ball game. especially a big thank you to Chris Harris, their director of broadcasting and media relations. Today is the birthday of Chris Harris. Did such fine work getting us all informed and ready to go on Mississippi's end of things tonight, so we thank him. We also thank our guest that we had in the ballgame, Keith Sigmund from Gate and Senior Vice President and Athletics Director at Jacksonville University, Alex Ricker Gilbert, for his visit as well. Thanks to our entire crew upstairs here in the press box. Our official score is Jason Iliopoulos, our public address announcer, John Leard, and our creative services manager, Brian Elettri. He manages our video board out beyond left field and on the camera shots you see on the video board, plus our stream on MILB.TV, courtesy of David Scheldorf and his select media crew. Thanks as well to our crew on the radio. Fine work as always. A long evening and afternoon and night back at our studios for our producer, Joe Mixie. But we appreciate him keeping us on the air all throughout tonight's doubleheader and even rain delay. And thanks as well to my partner in the booth, Marco Lanave. He will be good to go in just a few moments for our post-game show, Shrimp Wrap. So we look forward to Marco hosting Shrimp Wrap in just a few moments. For everybody with the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp and the Jumbo Shrimp Network, this is Roger Hoover saying so long from the baseball grounds of Jacksonville and thank you for listening to today's doubleheader between the Jumbo Shrimp and the Braves. Until tomorrow, game three of our series. Have a safe rest of your Thursday and so long, everyone.